Hi and welcome to the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson, the podcast designed to give you all the financial advice you'll ever need. This is episode 38 and today we welcome another special guest to help us discuss managing any debt you might have. Wendy Fleming from Ditch Debt with Dignity is here in just a moment. But as I say, this is show 38 and in our previous episodes, we've covered mortgages, insurances, pensions, investments, help to buy schemes and loads more you name it we've done it pretty much so if you have a general financial query first place to look is probably our back catalogue search the uk personal finance show with phil anderson on apple or wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find us there an enormous resource all available for free find our previous shows after listening to this one and have a binge on what you need while you're there if you could rate and review us for instance maybe you could tell us what we need to address to help you out and follow the show and then that way you'll get that episode when we record it next time. I'm John Mellis. With me as always, the star of our show, Phil Anderson. Hi, Phil. Hi, John. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, I was trying to think back, Phil. I'm pretty sure we've looked at debt before, but only with reference to how it might impact applying for other financial products. So if you're trying to source a mortgage, for instance, I'm not sure we've ever looked at it as a standalone feature. Uh, and this could be one of the most important episodes we ever do, because as the world recovers from this pandemic, Come the end of the furlough scheme, I strongly suspect we're going to see a wave of redundancies. And with them, the likelihood is more debt than ever, rising faster than ever. So I suppose the first question here, Phil, and we'll come to, I guess, Wendy in a moment, is at the point where debt is, is seriously beginning to impact your life, are there places you can go and steps that you can take which can help you get back on track? Yeah, there, there are, John. And, and that's one of the, the most important things um, to, to kind of stress to, to people. It's like you don't want to be burying your head in the sand and, and hoping that things will, will go away something you have to address and there's ways and means of, of doing that and there are people here to, to help and today on the, the show we've got Wendy Fleming Wendy's the the founder of a charity called Ditch Debt with Dignity I'll just hand over to Wendy and she'll be able to say a wee bit about um, what she does and, and what the charity does. Hi thank you guys thanks for having me on the show I really appreciate it as you say John we're of the same mind um, I think when furlough ends, there's just going to be a change. It's great that we're getting out and about and we're seeing our loved ones, but there is a fear amongst a lot of us that financially for a lot of people, the struggle will still go on. So yeah, Ditch Debt with Dignity was founded in 2014. We're a small but growing charity, the big heart. And really what we like to do is come alongside people who are financially vulnerable, are in financial crisis, or even before that, I've just got some money worries and we just come alongside them, no judgment, to try and help them find a way out of that to a, to a more settled and secure place with our finances. When it comes to, to dealing with debt, Wendy, I, I suppose the best time to seek help is yesterday, but in the absence of that, as soon as possible? Oh, absolutely. But that can be quite difficult for a lot of people because a lot of people will think, oh, I'll just wait another month or I'll just wait, or, oh, I'll put this in a credit card. or And that's a natural thing. And people shouldn't judge themselves for that. It's everybody will try and, you know, get themselves out of the situation the best they can. I always say to people, yes, the, the best time to do something is immediately you feel that things are maybe getting out of control. Are you putting, having to put your petrol or your shopping on your credit card? Are you using your full overdraft every month and you've got no savings to cover it? Do you not have a mon enough money to actually save an emergency fund? I mean, I've noticed Phil before talks, you know, quite rightly about the real importance of having an emergency fund. That's one of the first things that people should really have when they're establishing a healthy relationship with money is an emergency fund. But that can be really difficult. 
And the next thing I always say to people is find someone to talk to about it, someone you trust, because often these scary things, once you actually air your fears and anxieties about what's going on with someone you can trust, it, it can almost immediately feel better. So if people can't find someone that close to them, a colleague, a friend, um, a loved one, if they don't feel they want to share that through embarrassment or shame, which they shouldn't have, then we always say to them, look, we are here, free service, no judgment. We just want to listen to you and see if we can help. Do you find, Wendy, are, are you getting more people now that's got maybe quite good salaries in, in the past and then maybe lost their job? Is that the sort of things that you're, you're coming up more, by finding more of at the minute? see so we're surprisingly quiet but we're gearing up because this is not going to the, the creditors are being gentle with people just now the government have told creditors to lay off don't be sending out you know harsh letters using harsh words which is right but the debts will have to be repaid so we are su- quite surprisingly quiet however our experience in the past before the pandemic we have dealt with people who haven't even had a drop in income have big incomes but also have huge amounts of outgoings and debt and that's an area that we specialize because these are people that can't get access to state benefits and often are surrounded by peers that they perceive think everybody else has got it together I'm not going to talk to anyone about the fact that I can't make my car payment or I can't pay my electricity so everybody no matter their circumstances should be able to access free help when it comes to struggling with money. That was one of the questions I was going to ask. If someone gets in touch with yourselves, there's no cost to them for for that at all, is there? We're a charity. The majority of our services are voluntary. I I work voluntary for a charity. I love it. It's a privilege to work for the clients we do. We've been very lucky this year to have been able to take on two members of staff, which gives us a really good foundation and continuity with our charity. However, we we can't access funding. Currently, we're trying to keep that going in the long term. We've been really lucky to access funding for a couple of projects. Like every charity, it's a constant battle to keep the funding going, to keep your project going. But the majority of the work we do is voluntary. We keep our costs as low as possible. Anyone who, that we receive funds from, we're so grateful, but we make sure we steward them well. And it's all about our clients. They are our focus, the service. Just going back to, to the debt aspects again, Wendy, what about if you're, you're sort of slightly further down the road? There's a, I think it's stigmatised this, isn't it? Maybe you've got a few cards, you can't afford to pay one one month and you start slipping behind. What then? There's a, there's a term that I've heard a fair amount of by now and, and that's a debt spiral. Is that what I'm heading into at that point? Absolutely. I've been working in this type of work for about 10 years now and you know, and I've not always got it right with my finances and I haven't worked in financial services for 30 years, you know. Hmm. Just because you have a big job, you manage a big budget in a company, you could be a finance director doing really well at your job. You could, you know, just whatever you do, anything, things can just slip and you're right. You put one holiday on a credit card, but by the time everybody expecting another holiday next year, that one's not even paid off. So you're kind of just trying to catch up. So, and even like, Nowadays, credit card companies will just give you, will extend your limit, which is atrocious, especially if you earn a, over a certain amount of money. They think, oh, yeah, we'll just you know keep going. But everybody has a limit of what they can afford, and it doesn't matter what you earn. If, if it comes to the stage where you've got to prioritise your debt, how would you suggest somebody does that? And would you try and clear the biggest debts first? Is that what you would sort of say there? 
So what we do, we've got a money magic process and part of the government funding we've got, we've actually got a free resource that's going to be launched, hopefully, she says, in the next three or four weeks. We've been working with a local company who have ElectroLearn and who are very well known in the oil industry, who have put together an amazing package of videos and step-by-step -step instructions all around this. And it's going to be free for anyone who wants to use it. So part of that is actually the prioritising. So we say to clients, the first thing you need to do is write down everything you've got and your priority debts are the ones that are going to cause you the most damage if you don't pay them. So that's your council tax, your rent, your mortgage, believe it or not, your TV licence, you can be taken to court for that. <laughs> so these sort of things, any fines you're paying, your maintenance, these are your priority debts, your tax payments to HMRC, these are all things that you can be taken to court for, well, you know, can cause you know, quite a lot of detriment to you. Things like your credit cards, personal loans, unsecured debts, yes, you need to pay them, but the, the impact on not paying them or reducing what you're paying to them is less onerous. And that's where we come in. We negotiate deals or negotiate plans with creditors who act as a middle person for the client so they don't have to deal with the noise. We take away the noise. We work out what's your priorities, what's going to cost you, what do you need to focus on? And then we can, what's left, we can try and build a plan for the, the, the debts that are not going to cause as much pain. In this country, nobody can come into your house and take away your stuff. Hinden doesn't exist anymore. They're not going to come. And also, it's very rare you lose your home. That is a possibility. You'll know that, Phil. You're more of an expert on that than me. Um, if you don't pay your mortgage for the long term. But there's a huge, massive process. And lenders don't want to be taking people's homes off them. People rent in places don't want to be making people homeless. So there's process to go through. And the best thing people can do is, is communicate with the creditors. Communicate. Let them know the situation. Keep them informed. And a plan can be worked out so that we can resolve it in a way that's manageable for everybody. They, I, I was wondering, Wendy, do you deal with people all over the UK? We'd love to. Ditch Debt was really, I don't share this, I have shared it before actually now, and the only other one podcast I've done. It's actually a dream I had in 2009, which sounds really bizarre. Even now it still sounds bizarre. And it was a dream that we are even Scotland-wide, but we're so teeny tiny and it takes so much effort you know, to get funding and to get um, volunteers in. But currently, we can only serve Aberdeen. And sometimes we serve a bit of the Shire. But the dream is to expand because we're there are some amazing organisations out there that help people in debt. Um, I don't, we'll never get to those sizes because we are very much, we want the personal. We I do a lot of like teams, currently teams and Zoom calls. Normally, I would sit in the same room as someone. So it's very much about this, listening to the client, hearing their story working together, never taking control away from them. They have control, but we just create the space. I've been doing this for 10 years and I'm amazed. The majority of clients I work with know what they need to do. They just need somebody to listen to them and to be with them on, you know, on the next step. So that's what we do. And then we can show them the options and they decide what's next. But that one-to-one -one service, most other organizations don't have the capacity or time or resource to do that to that level. We are with a client, we've been some clients for five years and we'll stay with them until they're debt free. We are here for the long term to your debts are repaid. It would be a dream, it would be amazing if we could expand it just for now. Hopefully, we our funds will run out in August. So if we're here at the end of the year, I'm delighted. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll come on to how someone can contact you either to be, you know, someone that, that you'll help or 
maybe yeah. someone that could come and help you. We'll come on to that in, in a little bit. Yeah. The, the saddest thing about this kind of issue, Wendy, is that I, I would liken it a bit to maybe alcoholism or drug taking in so much as you know you've got a problem, but you won't admit it to yourself until it's too late. And then rock bottom kind of does it for you. And it's, it's back to that, that stigma attached to going broke, isn't it? But I'm guessing that's where the name came from, Ditch Debt with Dignity. You're one of the places where, where people can access help. Take us through specifically how your charity operates, because as you've been talking, it sounds like a great service, but it also sounds like something where people wouldn't necessarily come to you. You almost have to seek them out. Yeah, it's really difficult. We felt we'll have people that email and we're really gentle, but it's just too difficult. So the gambling, the alcoholism can be a symptom. It can be going hand in hand with a financial situation. And we're very aware of that. I always talk about um, there's no shame and no blame. Everybody's human. We've all walked different paths and we're all trying our best. And so everyone that works with Ditch Debt is really aware of that. And, and also, you know, saying I can't afford something, in some circumstances, it would be easier for someone to talk about an embarrassing illness, particularly if your peers or you're in an environment that lives in an area where people have got changed their car every three or four years. You know, they live in a decent area. You know, and I'm not, everybody deserves help, but it's it's really difficult if you've got no point of reference around about you, that anyone else, you don't see anybody else going through what you're going through. That may change. You know, with what's happening, I think there's going to be a lot of people, and I hope people will feel more able to discuss their situation. So, yeah, we currently this year we're on a campaign. We've got information brochures going out, hopefully to HR managers. We've got this free tool that we're going out. We want to get it to as many companies as possible. It's totally free. So any HR departments of any organisation, it means that people have the tools, if they, I call it, give them the fishing rod and not just the fish. If they want to try and do the process themselves, we're here if they need us, but they can go through the process that we do and they don't need to speak to anybody if it feels mm. too hard. But if it gets too hard, we're here. There's a strong chance then that, that you could have helped hundreds, if not thousands of people that you've never met or spoken to. Well, we hope that's not yet. We don't have it out there. I mean, I, my husband, bless him, because there's been times over the year I've been like, I don't even, you know, it's hard. Everybody who asks me, or thinks about setting up a charity, I go, just don't. I love clients, <laughs> but it's just, it's really hard to keep going. Mm. But my husband's been great, bless him. He's now the chair for the charity. And he, at the, about three or four years ago, Wendy, if we just help one person, and that's, that's all we think about is, if we just help the one person right now, that's, you know, what we focus on. But yeah, if this resort goes out and helps, I don't, it's great. It's not about who, we don't need to know who it helps. We just need to stop suicide particularly in men who are in financial stress is is a huge risk and that that is what keeps me going because there'll be men sitting at laptops or can't even look at the balances on their credit cards are not opening the mail and I'm sorry to I don't mean to be sexist but it tends to be a male thing because they're less likely to share the you know a lot of them do tend to take the responsibility for the main income provider it's just a natural thing and if they see that that's all being taken away from they've lost control most of them won't even tell the people closest to them mm. like their partners you know we've got many clients who you know are unable to tell their partners what's going on and the thing is as well you were talking there about one of the 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 people that that you would need to tell soonest or or, or act uh, quickest with it would be the likes of hmrc or your mortgage provider or the, the the biggest kind of outgoings that you have 
I know with HMRC, and I'm quite happy to admit this is from, from personal experience, the moment that you make contact with them and say, look, you know what, I'm having a problem, is the moment that they respond in kind and say, well, let's see if we can structure something for you so that we can help you. And that's possibly the last thing that you'd expect if you're looking at it from the outside. But that is what happens, isn't it? Absolutely. I, honest to goodness, and I've been doing this for 10 years, very, in fact, I can't even think of an instance when we've contacted a creditor or our clients contacted a creditor going, I can't cope or I, I'm not managing just now. You need to give me space. They will give you space. It's their, um, they have to give you space. There's legislation in place as well that they need to treat you in a certain way. So yes, you will need to pay back this debt or go into some sort of arrangement if it's not affordable just now, but it can be worked through. So it's manageable for everybody. The win-win, I always talk about the win-win. It's a win-win for everybody. Nobody needs to lose out. Do you get involved with things like debt arrangement schemes and that, Wendy, or do you refer that to somebody else? Or Currently, ditch debt. We've got all the training, all the different options. So you've got your formal options and your informal options. And we tend to find that as long as we can get an arrangement where the debt's repaid within six or seven years, seven years is kind of our, we don't end you sitting on a debt for more than seven years, we can help it. An informal arrangement works so well. The debt arrangement scheme is really good because it does stop formal action. But I've never had a client who's been served formal action whilst we're in an informal arrangement. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, but we keep regular contact with creditors. They just want communication and a plan in place. And they're happy with an informal arrangement. It's really flexible. And if the client gets a payment or overtime or a lump sum, we can then do a deal with them, you know, to say, look, I can't pay the whole lot off, but can we get a full and final settlement to clear it for 60% of what it is and stuff like that? They want to work with the client. So, but there are instances though, that a formal arrangement could be better for the client. But we refer anybody on who we feel the debt is just too huge and too big that it's just going to be tying them down for too long. We would refer, we would, um, refer that on to someone who's, you know, that can put a formal, potentially a formal arrangement in place, but only with the client's agreement and after they've had time. Okay, I, I want to get on to how someone can contact you in a moment or two, Wendy. It's just worth raising here, Phil, though. Um, there are a few other places which can help to some degree as well, aren't there? Yeah, a couple of other ones I've, I've came across in the past. I mean, you've got Citizens Advice are, are there. They've got some useful tools and, and resources. And there's also a national debt line as well. So there, there are other kind of options out there for, for people. And but one of the things I was going to ask as well, Wendy, I mean, the, the pandemic's had quite a big impact on, on a lot of people's finances. Do, do you think the worst is still to come almost off of that? We're quieter. We're quieter than we've ever been because it's not even happened. Another organization I'd, I'd like to talk about as well is Step Change. They're fantastic. Their website, it, I, I go on there sometimes if I need to find out some stuff and they're a really good organization as well. All those, and the other ones you spoke about, they're a really good organization. Yeah, it's absolutely. The, the people have paused their mortgage payments, they've paused their credit card payments, all that needs to be sorted out going forward. Okay, if someone does want to get in touch with you and seek help or advice, or alternatively, I mean, you mentioned at the moment you're running till August, but if you get to the end of the year, that would be a bonus. What's the best way for them to, to get in touch with you, Wendy? The best way is to email us at advice at ditchdebtwithdignity.com. Advice at ditchdebtwithdignity.com. And we'll get back to you within 48 hours. 
often 24, but maximum 40 hours. Now, each week so far, as we've covered various topics, Phil's given us a look back over his own life story and how it's been affected by subjects we've been discussing. So managing your debt, Phil, has this ever been an issue for you or in a professional capacity? Do you, do you help out a lot of folk who've who found themselves in debt? I, I remember, I mean, going back oh, probably 20 years ago, I, I had a lot of debts. So I was in my mid-20s and I had about £30,000 of unsecured debts at that point. I wasn't earning very much. That was probably about two times my annual income <laughs> at, at that point. So I, I've been there myself. I know how it feels to have debts. I was very fortunate that I had a property that went up in value really quite quickly, and that allowed me to kind of sell that and repay them. But do you know what? Like, if if I wasn't fortunate to have that, I would have had to have started to make plans to, to get it paid back. I mean, in the, in the type of work I'm doing, I'm not allowed to have any adverse credit. But I guess from my experiences, I've, I've never really had missed payments and things, but I know what it's like. I mean, when I was a student, I used to have an £800 overdraft and my wages would go. I had a, part, or I had a job at the time as well. My wages would go in. It would get me in credit just for a few days and then I'd be <laughs> the overdrawn again. again. So, hey, I... I know I, I, I've been there and I've done it. So I know I, I can see where a lot of people are coming from with, with things like this. And as Wendy says, for there is a like an issue with, with kind of men as well. And I mean, very few of my mates would ever come to me and say, oh, I'm really struggling money wise. I, I just, it just doesn't happen. And I guess it is good for people to talk to. And that's why places like Ditch Debt with Dignity is a, a great resource out there. And Wendy mentioned as well that Step Change, their, their website's just um, stepchange.org. So that's just uh, if anybody wanted to look that up as well. See, I think I think it's a, a really good thing that you talk about this sort of stuff, Phil, because you're a financial advisor and it shows that you're human. Uh, and empathy is a superpower. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. We always do this bit as well, Phil. You find inspiration through various people that you admire. And you do love a quote. Have you got one that fits our subject matter for this episode on debt management? Yeah, the quote of the week this week, I'm not sure who, who came out with this one, but never give up hope, no matter how dark things seem. Oh, I know who came up with that one. That's Mr. Pagazi, the guy who's got the light shop down at the, <laughs> down at the beach in Aberdeen. Um, now, Phil is really keen on trying to help you with your financial queries. If you want to email a question to us, please do. And as always... We can ask him anonymously if you wish. Let's get on to this week's contact details coming up. I'll give it to you after these. Our first question today asks, I have over £10,000 worth of credit card debts. A friend suggested I should add this to my mortgage. Is this something that you would recommend doing? What's your thoughts on that, Phil? It's certainly something to consider. Things that will depend on would be their income. It would also, like any, it depends on the equity that they've got in their, their house, you do tend to find interest rates on mortgages will tend to be lower than, say, credit cards or, or personal loans. However, the, the thing to bear in mind is that if you take a debt out over a long term or a, a long time scale, the likelihood is that you're going to end up paying more back in the long run. So you've got to, to definitely take that into account as well. So mm. there is, it's something to consider, though. One, one Certainly a way to try to get your outgoings down. Uh, next is Cammy, who says, I've been working from home over the last year, and this has led to an increase in costs like gas and electricity. Does my employer have to cover this? Before you answer this, Phil, I'm just going to turn you up because <laughs> I think this covers a lot of us. They, they, they're not obliged to, but one, oh. one of the things, that, one of the things that, that's come out um, recently is 
if if you're required to work from home, HMRC have now got they, they call it working from home tax relief. So that that's something that you can claim now. Even if you just work from home one day that year, if if you have to, and if you've also incurred some costs, so usually you would have like extra gas, electricity costs, that that sort of thing. You can then claim this working from home tax relief now. It can be done either through your tax return if you fill one in or the, the website address. It's www.gov.uk then slash tax dash relief dash four dash employees slash working dash at dash home. So it's quite long. Um, I'll put that, in the, put that in the Facebook page. Um, the, I'll, I'll pop that on there. But um, if, if you're required to work for home, um, the, you can have claim this tax relief and basically for for the year for a a basic rate taxpayer it's worth 62 pounds 40 and for a higher rate taxpayer it's worth 124 pounds 80 so it's not a lot of money but it's always something that you can get like not for nothing but a wee bit of extra coming in if your employer doesn't cover that something is always better than nothing for i'm just thinking there you know we talk about working from home i wonder if being head teacher of home school would qualify probably not eh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've had to do plenty of that over the last year. Hey, I, I, I couldn't be a teacher. I definitely need to stick no, to I, I resigned what I'm after, doing. after week one, and you know what? All the people supported it. Uh, I would just say, as as well, before you uh, get on to getting in touch with a question, you might want to take a look at our back catalogue because we've covered a fair few episodes so far and we might have touched on what you're interested in. I'm John Ellis. Thank you for joining us today for the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson. And thank you to our special guest expert, Wendy Fleming of Ditch Debt with Dignity. Just a reminder, Wendy, how can people find you? We have a website, www.ditchdebtdignity.com. But the best way... Um, if you're looking for help, you know, struggling with finances, even if you're managing your debt, but you just think I could really do with some help around budgeting or whatever like that, you know, it's, you're just a bit worried. The best thing to do is email advice at ditchdebtdignity.com. One, one of the things that I want to just quickly do as well, Wendy, to, to thank you for coming on. I, I know coming up soon, the, the reckon there's going to be a big boxing match with Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. Um, I've got a nice glove signed, or two gloves, one signed by each of them, and a, a display case. And I'd like to donate that to the the charity. Just um, hopefully, you can either auction it off or or raffle it and and get a wee bit of extra funds for you there as well. So I just wanted to do that just to say thanks for coming on. I'm actually, which people who know me, I'm a bit speechless. <laughs> That's amazing. But we'll absolutely, I'll work with you. We'll work with your business to get that out there and. That's amazing. Honestly, you've no idea. That is amazing, Phil. Thank you no, so thanks, much. Thanks so much for coming I, on. You can tell I didn't know about that. I'm blown away. <laughs> Thank you so much. I do love a happy ending. Uh, if you feel you need a helping hand with anything we've been talking about or anything else of a monetary matter, find Phil for finance. Search Phil Anderson Financial Services online or in the Facebook page for the show. Search Personal Finance with Phil Anderson. That's Personal Finance with Phil Anderson on Facebook. Phil's on Twitter and LinkedIn as well, or you could email Phil a question that he can answer on a future show. His address is phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. That's phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. Send him your question, and Phil could be answering that in an upcoming podcast. And please be assured we won't use your real name 
if that's what you prefer. Remember, if you found this useful, please rate and recommend us. And please subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Then you'll get us every week with the info you want when you need it. You'll get all the links you need on Phil's social media. Good luck with your money. Phil's doing his best to help make that cash go further. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks, John. 